Good morning. This is Wednesday, July 16, 2014, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Aware of flaws, GM sidestepped glare. Brief lull ends in Gaza crisis. Strikes resume. And Christie to test presidential hopes in a trip to Iowa. In today's national headlines, immigration advocate is released in visa case. Minnesota Archbishop in scandals is urged to resign. And appeals panel upholds race in admissions for university. In today's business headlines, a push to give steadier shifts to part-timers. Litmus test for regulators over money funds. And Yellen tells Congress the Fed will continue to help the economy. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Maureen Dowd. Now, as chosen by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, Aware of Flaws, GM, Sidestepped Glare, written by Rebecca Ruiz and Danielle Ivory. The car crash that killed Gene Erickson caught the attention of federal regulators. Why did the Saturn Ion he was traveling in suddenly swerve into a tree? Why did the airbags fail? General Motors told federal authorities that it could not provide answers. But only a month earlier, a GM engineer had concluded in an internal evaluation that the Ion had most likely lost power, disabling its airbags, according to a subsequent internal investigation. Now, GM's response, as well as its replies and queries and other crashes obtained by the New York Times, from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, cast doubt on how forthright the automaker was with regulators over a defective ignition switch that GM has linked to at least 13 deaths. The company repeatedly found a way not to answer the simple question from regulators of what led to a crash. In at least three cases of fatal crashes, including the accident that killed Erickson, GM said that it had not assessed the cause. In another fatal crash, GM said that lawyer-client privilege may have prevented it from answering. And in other cases, the automaker was more blunt, writing, GM opts not to respond. The responses are found in documents known as death inquiries, which the Times obtained through the Freedom of Information Act. On Thursday, the head of GM's legal department, Michael Milliken, is expected to face intense scrutiny at a Senate hearing. He's scheduled to testify along with Mary T. Barra, the chief executive. The Times asked the safety agency for death inquiries related to fatal crashes in older Chevrolet Cobalt and Saturn Ions, which are among the 2.6 million cars with defective ignition switches that GM has recalled since February. Of the 13 deaths linked to the defect, all involved Cobalts and Ions. Erickson was riding in the front seat of a Saturn Ion driven by Candace Anderson. They were an hour from Dallas when the car suddenly drove into a tree, killing Erickson but sparing Anderson. Only recently did Anderson, who pleaded guilty to criminally negligent homicide after the accident because she had a trace of Xanax in her system, learn that she was not to blame. Despite the earlier determination by the engineer, Manuel Peace, that the engines shutting off had most likely been the reason for the crash, GM, in its response to regulators, said there may not have been sufficient reliable information to accurately assess the cause of the incident. 
Ultimately, GM said it had not assessed the cause of the accident. It seems inconsistent, said Carl Tobias, a law professor at the University of Richmond who specializes in product liability. It seems like the company knew that the accident was attributable to power loss. It does sound like they didn't give NHTSA everything they should have. That could make them vulnerable to the Justice Department's investigation.